Welcome back to the Invincible Innovation Podcast. I'm your host, Adima Zolkar, your product design and AI expert. And in this episode, we explore if the far-reaching implications of artificial intelligence on governments and the future of our societies. Join us as we unravel the complexities and possibilities of a transformative technology. Stay tuned for an interesting and engaging conversation. And I have a very, very special guest, Yariv. Hi, Yariv. How are you? Hi. How are you? I'm so happy that you're here, Yariv Hammer, innovation and technology expert and podcaster. And we're live on LinkedIn, YouTube, and Facebook, and you're so invited to join the discussion. But before we start, I want to thank Yariv for coming because he's one of my heroes. I've listened to him for the last like few years from the corona, and, and I really trust everything that he says. So <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be interesting. So stay tuned. Let's start. What type of AI technology will impact the future of our societies? So basically, uh, the last year have been a revolutionary year in the AI, where AI was actually brought to the masses, where with ChatGPT and all the other technologies, uh, people were able, to exper- were, were able to experiment with AI. And now when AI is reaching the masses, it's also being deployed in uh, governments, and incorporates, and therefore uh, is going to have a huge implication on our life. Uh, basically, uh, we should. It's going to be very, very positive, but it's also go- there are also a lot of risk, and we need to make sure that we have a way to uh, to to mitigate all the risk and understand yeah. where we are going into. So basically, it's going to be. Uh, we need to look when big data meets big government. So basically, it's about facial recognition technologies, uh, credit scoring systems, smart 15-minute cities. These are going to be technologies that are going to change our lives and may be very beneficial, but also very restrictive. Mm-hmm. Um, second uh, area is the big... big Yeah, yeah so, we're here. It's okay. It's live. This I, I is live. Need, this will happen when we're live. Yeah. I need to take one uh, five seconds, so please. No, pro- no problem. So I'll tell you a few things about Yeriv when he's like off because we're live and and things happen, you know. So I want to tell you that I've been uh, I was familiar with Yeriv from the Facebook and, and from just looking for information when it was like the pandemic and the COVID started. And I wanted to find someone that I could really trust what he's saying. I'm just speaking about why did I decide to, to invite you? And I find Yariv and I really, really loved what he's been doing. And it was very important for me at this period. And that's why he's here now. So we, we're talking about... That. about very no, sorry. That happens. So basically, that's, big, that's big, data me- big data meets big government. That's the first part. Second part is the big language models, mm-hmm. like ChatGPT and all the others, yeah. uh, which is going to digitize services around us. So we're no, mm-hmm. no longer going to converse with humans. Uh, we are going to have impacts to legal, education, uh, customer service, and uh, yeah. banking. So we're going to, to experiment conversing with robots instead of humans and not realizing it. 
Yeah. So what you, I'm, I'm just saying like in each of these sections, most people will say, okay, uh, recognizing criminals is fine. Uh, credit uh, scores is fine. We don't want to have any problems with our finance or with our uh, banking systems. Um, the fact that we're talking to a, a machine that is doing their work, the service is much faster and they are very nice and they are not, they're not having a cranky bad day. So all what you said, most people would say, okay, Sounds, sounds really good. I'm just saying that each time that you mention something, you could say, okay, that's, that is, it sounds great, but, you know. Yeah, so, so, so what I'm doing right now, I'm listing all the areas where we are going right. to be impacted, and then sure. we can take the discussion about what's positive and what's negative about it. Sure. Learning technology is, is objective, and the way that we use the technology is bringing the benefits and the risk. So we right. need to understand where we are going, and then we need to understand what what are the implications and do we want it or not. Sure. And uh, we hope that we will each have individual choices regarding what technologies we are using. But uh, unfortunately, yeah. that's no longer the case. So, so sure. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm yeah. sorry that I stopped you. I'm so, just we have, like, so we have like the so, so all of these technologies will have. Uh, a rapid uh, rapid implications on our lives and i guess we are going to talk about that in the following questions sure so sure. so we have so, so they are going to, so the technology is going to impact our uh, school of thought so basically uh, we have the uh, new narratives are going to be generated by ai and you might not even be aware of it so that's going to be huge implications on our society when new ideas come and it's are generated by computers then uh, all the area of autonomy, autonomy. So all the robotics, also the job, the job elimination. People are going to uh, tasks that have been done by humans is going to be done by robots. So basically, uh, or machines. So it's going to have huge implications on jobs and on the way that we get our salaries and also the autonomy of transportation. And then we have uh, also the area of the intelligence. We are now in a war. We see it around us. All the area of intelligence and military is going to be impacted heavily by AI. And the last thing that I will mention is that the, the aim, the goal, the aspiration of all these uh, uh, technologists are to create this artificial general intelligence. They're not there yet, but an uh, AI that is going to be smarter than a human think better than a human and take control over everything they're not there yet and there is huge huge risk also potential but risk with this uh, with this agi artificial yeah. general uh, intelligence so yeah, these are yeah. all the technologies that we are uh, that we are seeing around us that are going to impact our society yeah so so when you're thinking about it um let's say Let's take one or two topics that you think that are more um, people should be aware of. Because most people, when they think about ChatGPT, they say, oh, somebody's going to help me with the homework. Somebody's going to work with my job. Somebody's going to uh, help me in a way. And they're not really aware of what does that mean really on our lives. Yeah. So, what do so, you basically, so basically, when you take a technology like ChatGPT, or uh, like uh, AI for analytics, things like that. So there are, there are uh, you, you need to be aware 
you need to be aware that while it's very convenient and will improve a lot, and I use it on a day-to-day -day basis personally. Uh, so basically, um, there are ethical concerns. Ethical concerns. That the, first, there is internal biases in the data based on the data that was trained by the models, and those uh, biases may lead to discrimination. So, uh, for example, in law enforcement, healthcare, social services, if there are biases in the data, so different groups may be out of the get less. A second is that the, it's black box. We do not exactly understand nobody. The Google CEO said that nobody knows how these de decisions and how these outputs coming out of the system. Nobody understands. It's not explainable. Right. So they're working on explainable AI. But yeah, right. the decision-making processes will be so complex and opaque, so it will be very difficult to understand for, for, for us humans to understand why this decision was made and what happens if something goes wrong, who is accountable. Then the third issue is the surveillance state. So um, it's big, big, uh, the department uh, of, uh, of, the, of legal affairs in Israel, the Ministry of Legal Affairs, they issued a report about social credit scoring system in Israel. And they said that it's a huge invasion in privacy. And therefore it shouldn't be allowed. And now the EU regulation is going to forbid cr social credit scoring, for example. But uh, the invasion of privacy, how you use camera, um, how do we prevent the government and the system to gain total control over all of all our lives? Um, so it can limit our freedom of expression and exposing us to cyber threats. So this is a huge, uh, a huge issue. Yeah. Now, there are regulatory challenges. How are they going to regulate this thing? The regulators don't know half of it. It's been done by the private sector, not the public sector. And uh, if decision-making processes are going to be made through these systems, how it's going to be regulated. And then uh, we are becoming dependent on AI systems. What if those systems fail? Um, and we see what happens when those systems fail. We are now in a war in Gaza where the, a, a small group of terrorists were able to, uh, to bypass all the AI that was there and right. we saw what happens yeah. and then oh, oh and then the last thing is geopolitical tensions that may occur as there is an arms race for ai between the states and fight for talent and different different uh, social structures that will come so these are all yeah. risks that we should take in, into account when we put in place all those systems yeah, it seems like the, the, when we are in, in technology in general, people are going through the new, going to a new technology, making it better and better, and not always thinking about what are the implications. And in this case, I think that in AI, it's very special because we see everybody's talking about the implications. Some people are going against it after coming from within the, the technology uh, innovation uh, domain, so forth. Do you think it's as big as people say it is, or you think it's going to be just another technology that will come and go? It's going to be a path, but it's re I, I think it's revolutionary. Once in uh, 10, 15 years, there is a revolution that change our lives. Like last time was, I guess, the, the invention of the iPhone was one such mm -hmm. area. 
Yeah. And then uh, 10 years of research and technology and a lot of development in hardware and software and AI and different things lead us to this point in time where when AI has become mature enough to be released on the masses and everybody, everybody talk about how this thing may revolutionize our life in every possible way, positive and negative. It's also very positive. Uh, yeah, when I write... When I write articles for a newspaper, suddenly, uh, with the use of AI, I can digest vast amount of information. Also, I can get skeletons of what I want to write and then add my magic touch to it. So basically, I, I can create pictures and images, uh, which I was unable to do before. It's going to imp imp uh, impact music and entertainment. It's, uh, so all the creativity, it's unbelievable. And also, it's going to make our life faster to write documents, to read through, to see through data. So it's very positive also. So it's going to revolutionize the job market. It's going to revolutionize the way that we consume services. It's going to be a, a positive revolution because there is no stopping. Technology is what brings our uh, way of life in the modern world better. Yeah. But also, there are some there are significant risks that these technologies will be abused. And uh, therefore, it's going to be uh, very, very interesting to see how this shapes up. Yeah. So if somebody would come to you and tell you, you know, Yariv, it sounds really interesting, but what is the most um, risky? What are you most worried about AI in our societies? What would you tell him? What am I worried about? Yeah. I'm, wor I'm, I'm worried that our uh, government... And our, like the way that the corporate structure is, if there was a smaller government which is focused on serving us as people to create good infrastructure, to get good services, and to make sure that, uh, that no criminal acts and corruption, if this was the focus of the government, then I would be very comfortable with them adopting AI. And I would be very uh, comfortable with the way that they are regulating corporates who are using AI to provide us better service. But unfortunately, this is not what I'm seeing. What I'm seeing are big governments that are trying to take control over every aspect of our life, colluding with corporates, colluding with, with, with uh, um, philanthropical funds and like all these uh, um, uh, tycoons and billionaires. Um, international bodies, so they are colluding with them in order to take every aspect of our life, take control over it. And AI is going to make it easy for them to do it, and the ordinary citizen will not be able to to escape it. So this is what I'm uh, mostly concerned about. Yeah. And you so, know, Yuval Noah Harari uh, had, had a very famous, very famous uh, uh, speech that he says that uh, with the rise of AI, it can become uh, the rise of digital dictatorships. Yeah. Because uh, centralized power enjoys AI very, very much. So good, efficient way to, to sort information and get control over everything. And this yeah. is my biggest concern when I look at it, but it's not the only concern. Other concerns yeah. are, and Elon Musk talk about it a lot, mm -hmm. is that you need to, that... Uh, um, these these technologies are going to be very very smart and going to be much much smarter than humans. Yeah. We are not going to be 
able to notice when we are being manipulated by these te- by these technologies right new narratives are going to 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 arrive on the internet and uh, we are going we are not going to understand how we are being manipulated and it's again google ceo says that we don't understand the, how the, the how these outputs are being generated right so they will be able to so these are i think two big concerns there are others yeah so when you're th- thinking about manipulation it doesn't have to be like uh, something like controlling the world and the, that we will be slaves it could be just adding like what we have in uh, right now in marketing so we have an idea and we want to to manifest the idea in society we just know how to do it and for sure these machines would be able to do a good marketing and to pass on their ideas in social media and in others and once they have an idea they could just pass it on and then do the the calculations the analytics and the the optimization of it and then do whatever they want with their results so they have like the two sides of what right now we're doing manually more or less so it's it's not um marketing it's, is, is- is a form like marketing should not be abused to become brainwashing and there is this is what we're doing right now wouldn't you say like there are many people using marketing in order to spread their ideas we see it on social media each day so it's kind of right. obvious so so this technology AI will be able to understand uh, people very well and to group them and So they're already doing it like using it for creating echo chambers where people are speaking with each other on the same topic but not being heard outside of the echo chamber right and then, and then believing in this the domain for sure that that's the truth and then they're very sure and yeah. closed in their echo chamber and they are very good at the, right now the intelligence uh, the intelligence forces have the power to understand how to speak with you. In a way that you will gain trust in me and then you will be able to you will be able to uh, I will be able to to ingest inject ideas into the conversation where you are going to speak about it with your friends and right now these capabilities exist and we are in the very very beginning of this of this yeah. technology so yeah. new even Yuvano Hari said that new Bibles new religions may be uh, as a result of this the AI will be able to create new religions I don't know like maybe too much Who knows? <laughs> but, uh, uh, but I don't want uh, corporates and governments to manipulate these technologies in order to 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 create this uh, thought uh, new type of thinking, new schools of thinking to manipulate it in order for them to gain power over us. Yeah. So we, we, we could, uh, there are two things that comes to my mind. First about ChatGPT, uh, when uh, number three, I think, ChatGPT3 came, uh, they took it to experts in order to, to check all the risks and, and things that it could, uh, could do. And then they found out that it could lie. You talked about manipulation. So um, they gave it a, a way to pay. And a, a task, and in some case, it came to a, a capture. So it's an image that he was not able that back then to, to understand. So he uh, went to a, a place where you could rent someone like Fiverr. It wasn't Fiverr. I don't remember the name of the site. And he told me, could you, uh, he asked for one of the people to, to answer it. And then this person said, like, 
why are you asking this from me? You're a bot or something. And then uh, it's in their report. It's not like a story that I'm saying. And, yeah, yeah, and then the, the chat GPT told him that he has a, a problem with, uh, um, like he's like blind or something. So he, he needs help. And then this person just answered and he continued. So just being able to lie, which is a, a human capability that, that these machines learned from us, is kind of it's more than lying. It's, it's creating a strategy. It's manipulating. It's creating a strategy in which the computer will be smarter than a human, and by conversation, we'll be able to manipulate them into taking action. And the and the human will not be able to, to understand that they are speaking to AI. And this is very scary because yeah. they will be able to do it for to billions of people. Because right now, with the internet and everything, is uh, very global. And uh, right. it's uh, like it's a language agnostic, so it supports all the languages. So this right. is very, very scary that they can solve. Pro they, they are not trying to solve the problem. They're trying to manipulate a human to solve the problem for them when they cannot solve the problem themselves. Yeah. So this and, is the... And we have... But in, um, the, future, but in the future, there will be computer power that will allow them also to solve these problems by themselves. without. <laughs> yeah, the, they don't need like us. quantum computing, etc. Yeah, and what you mentioned about like brainwashing or helping people to think in a way that you want them to think, we are doing it right now. We we know that there are manipulations for uh, the elections in the U.S. like a few years back and for sure right now. And we know that people are trying to eliminate or close capabilities of social media in some cases or a. a and make them better or more wider in other cases. So we already know that it's a way that is done manually right now. It's not that it's something new for, for, for the AI to, to manage. So first of all, politicians can take, can take advantage of this technology in order to manipulate uh, the minds of the people, to group them and to inject different messages. Now it's being, you know, they're paying billions of dollars in order to do that right now using a lot of uh, marketing techniques and uh, uh, like uh, mind control and uh, 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 like uh, um, like in the decision-making processes uh, of people to take advantage of them, etc. But, and uh, there have been Nobel Prizes on how to do this type of things, yeah. but with the AI, it's going to be uh, much, much easier and less expensive. But also think about uh, like I'm more worried even about a scenario where the AI will will need to decide which candidates needs to be elected, and then uh, they will manipulate the people to vote for the for the person that they that the AI decided. So it's not even yeah. to, going to be controlled by humans. So the AI right. will decide who they are going to support, yeah. and then uh, because of the reasons that we don't understand. And they will be able to execute the algorithms by themselves. We are not there yet, but I think in the future we will be. Yeah, and and they could create this reality because they're creating the images. So they could, they, they AI could create the the um, the images or the reality they want us to think because we don't really know what is reality. We just consume media, and and we want to trust the reporters, but when we are creating images that are uh, unreal, they're just from the virtual space, we could create any reality that we want. Right now it's like static, it's going to be video and 3D afterwards. So deep fake is a big, big problem. 
deep fake the, the capability to to generate videos and images and also sounds uh, that sound that no human will be able to no normal human will be able to understand that they are not seeing a real thing and this technology right. already exists today it's very good but it's only in the beginning right so in a few years when you see a video or a or uh, something you won't know if you're if this is an if I'm an avatar, if everything that I'm saying was computer generated, you will not be able to know. Of course. So this is very scary. How 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 yeah. are we going to consume media? We are not going to trust any media source. A- Even anything. now, when you see the war in Gaza, you see that they are posting uh, images of things in Gaza, and it's obviously they have six fingers, so it's obviously AI yeah. generated. But it, normal people yeah. wouldn't notice. They wouldn't. Try to yeah yeah I I think it's already done yeah it's already done right now and I think that um, the machines would be so be- so much better because you know right now when pe- when students are using chatGPT there is a some kind of systems trying to understand if it's done by the student or by, done by chatGPT so they have these kinds of rules trying to understand if it's done by chatGPT or any other like LLM system and But these systems couldn't understand. So if you tell them, write it in a way that will not be uh, discovered by these machines, they would just make it in a way that is better. And the same would go to um, uh, having better like videos that look real, that has like some kinds of tweaks that are manual or something that we will trust it. They will get better and better just understanding how to make it more trustworthy. That's it. Okay. Uh- the 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 this uh, technology will be able to generate the data you will not uh, can you see me now yeah okay okay yeah, yeah. so this technology will be uh, will be very good at manipulating and at under like be seen on purpose as a human and yeah. humans will be able to abuse this technology and In order to uh, to do a uh, walk now what you just described is another area which is that AI is going to replace human walk so the way that humans are going to generate content or like students or any other is going to be very different and humans will need to adapt also the professors will need to adapt yeah. into this new way of a uh, new way of content creation but it's very important to that the, that when people are developing applications for this AI they will think in my opinion they will think not how to replace the human with AI but how to augment the human capability so they can perform better with AI it's very different so I can yeah. use AI in order to help me be more productive efficient and creative but I don't want the AI to replace me And this way of thinking should be adopted in government, corporates, employers, etc. You, 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 because if you take all the humans out of the work, uh, the workplace or, or the job market, we're going to have huge, huge problems in terms of social unrest, in terms of people without jobs. It's going to change everything um, and everything. If this is not done gradually and in a way that people are thinking about it it's going to be uh, it's going to be a disaster 
So it's yeah. better to create applications that are augmenting the human. Like if I want to, to write a paper of 20 pages, I can do my research with AI. I can even get outlines very fast, which is helpful. But then I create the content myself based on all the information. Also, we need yeah. to take into account that, that the AI is very, uh, is very, very biased. So, and also there are hallucinations. Basically, the AI is making up stuff that they don't You're know and will not be able to know. And you don't know why they did it. So, for example, I was researching a topic which was controversial. And I started by, can you name a few books that was written on this topic that is criticizing the controversial thing? Because I want yeah. to get the controversial. So they listed the books and then I told him, one of the book, by the way, was uh, the not controversial book. <laughs> okay. Even though I asked. And then I started asking questions about it. Like, can you list all the areas of criticism? Like, because I know that it is not going to give me the controversy because yeah. it's not programmed to do that. Sure. Maybe the data that it was fed was, was very biased towards the topic. Yeah. So, uh, but then it was very difficult, very difficult, like to even when confronted with data that supports the criticism, it was very difficult. So yeah. all the papers and all the documents will be very one-sided and not, yeah. not, will not, you will not be able to create real thinking, real like challenging of the status quo with this technology. Yeah. But what you mentioned that it's going to make, um, make our work better and not replace us. It's, it's very problematic. If, if you just imagine someone doing uh, their work faster, you would need less employees doing this work. Right. So it's, it's very, it's, it's a thin line between, um, making our work faster and better and whatever, and just making corporates that want to have someone doing one person doing 10 people's job instead of 10 people doing that because you want to earn more money. So the same thing would go um, just, you know, like uh, uh, right now we could have influencers that you play their money and then they would have like 3D influencers and they're working 24-7 creating content for your uh, product that you want to uh, market. So it's not uh, something that you couldn't control. And the line is not that obvious. There is no border between making our work better, faster, or helping us and someone using it in order to just earn more money or do their work faster. So the job market is going to be impacted by this? Sure. And uh, we are going to see new types of jobs or all the jobs will be eliminated. So mm -hmm. there, there is a very big paradox here. Capitalism is about the bottom line of the company. The company wants to make the most money right. out of the employees. So the employees right. want to make a lot of money. There is a job market. And then the employee employer want to make a lot of profits. So they want to reduce their cost. Sure. And sell more and reduce the cost. So automation and is a way to reduce cost and create yeah. more outputs and more yeah. reliable, etc. But you, you need but, consumers too. But the problem is that if everybody, if the automation becomes so good, so we can automate everything and we don't need all the workforce, like we can fire 80% of the people, so those people will not have jobs. Right. And what are we going to do with them? We, are going, we need to give them universal basic income. 
right we, the, the government we need to provide for them someone we need to provide for them because they need food and they need to right. do something so now we are in communism realm not yeah. in capitalism so capitalism leads to communism yeah and more than and that then, if you're creating some something that nobody could pay for because they're out of work and they cannot pay for your product what will happen then right so someone will buy the product but it's not going to be the people it's going to be either AI or the governments or corporates yeah. so it's yeah. either a corporate so it's different types of, of uh, governance which is a paradox in the system yeah it's, uh, capitalism versus common like it's going to be more of a communistic type of uh, so now they're calling it stakeholder capitalism or they're calling it uh, different types of uh, name but it's pure either fascism which is uh, the collusion of government and corporates or pure communism or I don't know but uh, because the corporates will need to get uh, revenues from somewhere and I imagine that only the the government and the corporate will have the money yeah of course buy things for yeah. so they're talking about circular economy so that people will reuse and rent nobody will own the the, the stuff yeah but we yeah. will rent it. And we will reuse it and it will be good for the economy so then for, for the uh, sorry, for the environment yeah so but he's, who's, who's going to control these all these assets and all these resources because the, somebody needs to control that the Almighty maybe AI will control all of it because will not, because if there is if there is an entity that needs to control all the assets, Because we are not owning the assets we're only renting them so someone right. is controlling all the assets so but they have all automated systems in order to manage everything so basically AI is controlling everything yeah so so so, so these are things for the future I think that that we need to get ahead of it now in order to prevent yeah. dystopian futures yeah but it doesn't need to be this way but, yeah of course yeah Like, but I don't but, see how it's not going there to be honest <laughs> maybe we're, we're mistaken I, I can tell you one thing like it's not that humans have done such a great job in controlling the the this area in these areas in in general it's not that we're doing such a great job in uh, governments and wars in uh, conflicts and solving big problems it's not it, it, it seems that we're not that good at it so maybe you somebody who's smarter who's only uh, wanting to do good maybe he maybe this AI would be would be a better way of managing it uh, he doesn't have any interest in general let's say he's not biased and he's not controlled by uh, some kind of a, a, an entity so maybe it will be better for us the 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 all purpose of what we're seeing right now is that we will lose trust in In our leaders and we, we already we already we already lost anybody trust. who listened to us right now think that we are uh, that we uh, that we trust our leaders our politicians our no, uh, I, don't know. I don't know I don't know no one like that job no one no, no one of us but we still go to the election and we elect the people and the people are doing the same things sure. so uh, so we are led to The system is leading us to not trust the human and trust the AI which is what you just said yeah but the problem is that the AI 
we do not understand exactly what will be the decision making. It's not done in a transparent way. We don't know who is accountable. So this is going to be very, very uh, problematic, but we are being pushed toward, uh, toward this future of great uncertainties. So it's going to be very, very yeah. uh, scary when, when AI is taking, for example, th think about an AI judge. Yeah. A judge? It already happened that the judge in, used in AI to write a verdict. I think even in the U.S. In the um, U.S. Okay. Yeah, I think it happened. So, so basically, uh, so basically, the if a judge needs to needs to decide based on what based on morals that they don't have if the AI if it's AI. For example, my kid asked me if if I have an autonomous vehicle. And this autonomous vehicle needs to make a decision between a kill, between an accident that will likely kill everybody in the car or going to the other line where it will kill another car. Yeah. So, so how is it going to make this decision? My kid asked me that. So I was like, good question. Nobody knows. Yeah. <laughs> depending, on the, depending on yeah. the algorithms. But uh, there is no answer to this. So... Right now, we know that there is a human with moral capabilities that is going to make the decision, could be right, could be wrong, but at least it's based on some morality that we understand. Right. But with AI, we don't. Yeah. We don't know. We don't, and nobody's accountable, actually. So let's say something happens, this or that, who's like to blame, who's like taking responsibility for it? So that's a good question. But I want to go back to what you said about trusting. And we talked about trusting governments, but how about trusting each other? So if I don't know if you are you, and let's say that you're my spouse and we're talking right now and you want me to talk to you while you're doing your thing, doing whatever you want. And I can never know if it's you or not. So how can I trust other human beings, especially when you're using digital uh, um and media in order to, to connect to each other. Many people are using FaceTime. Many people are using Zoom. So this is how we work. This is how we do relationship and sometimes. So how would that impact the way that we understand our society in general? So first, fraud is going to be very prevalent. And right now we already saw that, that people are taking advantage of the technology to commit fraud by sure. listening to several seconds of, of uh, my kid. They can generate the audio, call me, and I will give them my credit card. Right. And there it's always it's already here. You're right. This is already here. Right. So deep fake is here. We are going there. There is yeah. the, the train is out of the station. Yeah. Now we need to now we need to act like the only way to, to, to regain the trust to regain the trust in this is that uh First of all, there is a difference between the government is using it and when corporates are using it or individuals are using it. Mm -hmm. So first, all the regulations must be done before it is being implemented. And I do not see that. That implementing it, it and the regulation will follow. The it's already late. Before, it's already late. But when it's deployed with the government, like they're putting all these cameras in Israel for facial recognition, yeah. 
Yeah, right. And they are and they are uh, doing it, and then after that they approve it. So yeah. there is no there is no rules for protecting privacy. Our right. private we don't we don't have any privacy. We gave our privacy away when we started using mobile phones, and it's okay, and everybody can use our data if we consented. Which we uh, don't understand what we, we consented. We never consented, to but it's it. like we obvious. Did. We did. We pressed on the. Okay. Yeah, we had this very long But, sheet of like rules nobody is reading. And because you want to use Facebook or your mobile phone, you just press it because so you want to need it. So, so the citizens must, must consent to the use of their data, even if it's anonymously. The, your data is being used for, for clinical trials anonymously without your consent right now. They're yeah. using it for data for, for uh, research and development. And uh, uh, even if it's anonymously. And uh, there should not be any retaliation against not complying. Like they force you to go into biometric identification. Right. And they give you uh, benefits or punishment if you don't. So that should not be allowed because that's losing trust in the system. You force me to do right. something that I don't really understand. And then I think that AI, I think Yuval Noharari talked about this as well. AI must announce that, that this is an AI. If I'm an yeah. avatar, it should be regulated that any AI must must uh, uh, must announce. And if discovered that they didn't, there should be re uh, repercussions for them. Should sure. be criminal charges against people who use AI without announcing this is an AI. This will right. bring a lot of trust. Do you yeah. know that if someone may be going to jail if they're doing this? Yeah. And uh, right. also, deep fake should be forbidden. Like if someone is using deep fake. without consent and without announcing should be, I think it should be illegal. Yeah. Um, also, um, again, the, the, uh, the general rule should be to allow the AI to augment people and not to replace them. This will bring a lot of trust into the system. Um, then um, using AI on biometric and personal information and cameras Etc. Yeah. For the especially for the purpose of social credit score, like in China, do you know do you know what's going on in China? Yeah, right? yeah, But I know. Could, could you AI. say like in a few words? Because... They're using they're using the AI on top of cameras and so and biometric information and behavioral information in order to analyze it and give credit score to the person. Yeah. So and then this credit score is being used uh, um, by services of the government, transportation, digital wallets. So they can actually for uh, can actually decide what are your rights based on your yeah. credit score. There was also a yeah. Black Mirror episode about this type of right, thing. Right, right. It's taken from China. It exists today in China. Yeah, so it means that if I'm a good citizen, somebody would decide what that means. Okay, what are the rules? And I comply. I would get an option to be to use the trains to go and buy things, whatever I want, so forth. And if I don't go by these rules that somebody said that these are the rules. Uh, uh, it means that automatically an AI would decide that I cannot buy, I know, records. And, no, records is not a good Go thing. Go to like, a train, I could buy, buy, rent, buy a place, rent I a could place not in move. a good neighborhood. Yeah. I could not get a job a somewhere. School. I could not get, uh, I would not be allowed to do some things within the government. Uh, exactly. it, it means that they control my life, actually. Now, you may think that this is dystopian. It's only in China. It's only in China. 
So the Western yeah. version of it will be probably based on carbon footprint. So yeah. they will measure the carbon footprint of everything that we do. They're already speaking about yeah. it. Uh, like yeah. uh, what we eat, what we buy, where we go, how much we spend. Yeah. And this will be the, the way to 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 do social credit score without calling it social credit score. And they will need a lot of AI. We need a lot of, a lot of AI monitoring, surveillance. And the, I think that this should be forbidden. Using AI on top of biometric and facial recognition and this sort of things should be forbidden and banned, especially for yeah. credit scoring. And by the way, the EU Act, the EU AI Act, is forbidding social credit scoring. But I think that they're going to find a way yeah. to use for, It's not carbon footprint. Yeah, and also, the, and also for the, the, it's for the all, the all good. And they put yeah. all the intelligence, like for a different discussion, what intelligence forces and law enforcement can do with facial recognition and all these things. It's to be discussed yeah. later in a different yeah, set of Yeah, I law, had someone you know. talking about AI in the military, <laughs> And it's like, it's so obvious you could just use these tools in order to do whatever and control societies and control people and, and do things which are for your protection, but not only. Now, other things that can gain trust is that all data sets that the government is using in order to train their models. Also for corporates, if you want to trust the corporate, all the data sets should be open. And we need to know what is in this data set. And anybody can know that uh, there are no biases, that they're using uh, only information which is uh, good. For example, uh, we know that uh, the UN and the World Health Organization are paying the search engines in order to be the, in the front of the search. So we know that there is inherent biases in the search for everything that those organizations want to promote. You may sure. think this is a good thing. If you, you trust them, them, you think it's a good thing, right? But on other topics, you may, for example, the war in Gaza. Mm -hmm. If I'm an Israeli, I'm not sure that I want the UN and the World Health Organization to buy the first places in uh, in Google. I'm not yeah. sure I want this. But if I'm pro-Palestinian, maybe I do. Yeah. So it's becoming political. It so is, all, everything all is all the data sets, all the rules, everything must be transparent, and it's not. Today it's not. ChatGPT, Bard, they're not exposing the yeah. data sets. Of course. And um, also any corporate or company that is being hired by the government must open their algorithms and data sets for the public. Now, there is a difference between a company that I am using as a customer, therefore I'm agreeing to the service, and it's my choice. Yeah. Like, But if it's a monopoly, like search engines, or banking, or if this is the government, it's different thing. Yeah, and most yeah. of the things that we're using, we're not even aware. Like, just think about your credits, like your cards, what you're buying, where are you spending your money, where does it go? Nobody thinks about the fact that somebody could take and manipulate or use this data. Let's say that even at the beginning, it's not personalized. So it's like you cannot know who is the person who's doing this or that. But it could be used in a way that somebody would know exactly what I'm doing and prevent me from doing some of these things. Because it's like so I'm using my using credit right card. Now. I'm using my credit card, MasterCard, Visa, whatever, American Express. I'm using my card, and I know that this entity knows everything about what I'm buying. 
Right. You know, they have all the yeah. information. Yeah. There could be cyber attacks that will take this information. But other than that, I trust this company to protect my data and not abuse it. And not they sell it. Provide, they can personalize the service so I can get better service. I do not expect them to monetize on the data. Right. But and if they do, and they are getting caught, then I will lose trust in them. Now, it's yeah. my choice whether I'm going to replace the credit card or if they are colluding and everybody's doing it, then I don't have a choice and the government needs to step in. But now that I can pay with my phone, I'm yeah. adding another entity into this, like Google or uh, Apple, right. right? Right. So now they also know what I'm buying. Right. And their business model is generating revenues from advertising which means that now they're going to take all the data that they, yeah, that they had and use it in order to sell me advertising. Yeah. And then I, and then now am I consent? This is what I want. This is what I'm consenting to. Let's say that they do because I do it all the time. I use my phone. They do it. Every, the, their model is advertising. So I know yeah. that Google said this is their business model. Facebook. We know. Yeah, sure. So we are allowing them to do that. And they're using a lot of AI in order to, sure. to do all the things. But, I, but I'm getting it for free. It's convenient. I agree to it. My choice. Yeah. I agree yeah. to it. But some right. people are not using Google. They're using Brave. I don't know. Some, yeah. some other vendors or, that don't. Or, or uh, real money. It. You know, the ones that you touch. Real money. But then, but, then, but we can talk about that as well. But then uh, we have, uh, but then we uh, we. When the, when the government is using going to Amazon and asking them to get data from cameras without the consent of the users, now that's a breach of trust. It should be forbidden, and it should be like there should be regulations around it, like basic regulations, like human rights for for the use of AI. And if we have all of that, and our government will be in, more smaller and we will not try to gain control over every aspect of our life, which is not the way that we are going, then it may be okay to get AI. Again, I'm yeah. not very optimistic there, but. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. But I think that most people would say, okay, it's so much easier just to use your phone instead of like using a card and whatever. Okay, so I can do it. And most people are not aware if it's going for Google Pay, what is the meaning? If it's going for the, the visa, what does that mean? Or what could be done with it? Or in general, I think that people want, want to trust. They want to trust people around them. They want to trust governments. They want to trust corporates. Even if they know that corporates are an entity who wants to make more money. That's it. That's why a company is, is there and they're supposed to make more and more money. This is what they're supposed to do. And still people are really um, prone to trust them, to say, okay, now I know that what they're doing, maybe sometimes is not that good, but in general, it's for my well-being. So I don't, I'm giving this, um, um, I know, um, managing my life i'm giving it away to someone who understands more to, who understands so now, better. so now you're giving away your uh, brain because now when you go to google you're not asking them for to search you get search result you may be happy unhappy you start searching you get what you need now you're asking a question you get an answer 
Right. You get one answer from the expert, and this answer yeah. is must be the truth. Yeah. But ask ask the damn thing five questions in the fifth question that you will not agree with them. Yeah. And it's very on something that is more let's say controversial. Uh, like yeah. ask them about the war in Gaza, how to solve the Palestinian-Israeli uh, uh, problem. Conflict. You probably have your own opinion how to do it, because we have all have five opinions, right? Yeah. You start asking them, and in the third, fourth question, you don't agree with what is being written there. They're not educated enough, the data model was biased, I don't know what, you will not agree. And yeah. then, uh, but this is, but when you ask them about what is the product that I should, what is the best TV now that I need to buy? They yeah. will give you an answer, you will believe them. But yeah. it's the same. Yeah, it's the so same it's, thing. So, so, so the, now, now we, we, are lead, we are giving the computer the way to think for us. Yeah. And uh, there is huge implications uh, for this and a lot of uh, interest, economic interest, political interest are going to get in there in order to and you, we will not be aware of it. This should all be banned, and yeah. it's not. We, we could know right now in the pandemic that our data was used, you know, to spy uh, uh, under these like laws to spy under the, the civilians is to understand where they are. And we know that these technologies already were used. Right, they were using the pandemic in order to know if I went to buy milk somewhere, and I somebody who was with me in the in the supermarket, and now it's like they knew how to to just know exactly where I am. So, so knowing where you are, easy? knowing where you are is easy. They know where you are. What but, you're doing too. But um, what they try to put in place in Israel, based on the Chinese model, by the way is that uh, your phone will know everybody around you and they will be able to get a score based on the risk of you having COVID. And now you have, uh, and the, you, the, it, it was already developed. This system was already being developed and tested and uh, in Israel. Yeah. It was declared by the uh, then uh, defense minister, later prime minister, Naftali Bennett. They had it, and then they had uh, right, the and then they had the system, but it was forbidden to use it. But they used the the intelligence uh, uh, army arms in order to to do this uh, uh, tracking, this type of tracking yeah. without right. this sophisticated cyber uh, capability. So basically, right. so basically, there is a desire by the government to. Uh, to know everything about us and to control and to uh, sometimes manipulate. They have this desire. It's inherent in the system. Now giving them these, these AI capabilities is something that we as citizens must put on the top of the agenda. And we don't. We focus on unimportant things when uh, we set the agenda. Right, but this should be top priority. Like this will be, this will change our lives in the next several decades. Sure, for sure. So I, I, we're almost done. We have like five minutes, and I want to ask you because you're a podcaster and you're a much better YouTuber than I am. What would be a question that I I missed and you we, you're sure we should discuss? So um, 
basically the um, let's see so you you've been prepared i'm I'm really appreciate that most people are not prepared for when I'm asking things so basically the um I think that uh, that uh, if I need to make a last statement, then the I think that um, we need to have independent controls for all the AI that is being used. Someone should look into it, and it shouldn't be out of the system. Uh, all again, all the regulations and ethical frameworks must be in advance of the usage. And there should be a liability when using these technologies in an inappropriate way that will take away our freedoms. Because our freedom of expression is going to be out of the door. They are discussing censorship laws right now. And our freedom of occupation will be out the law because they're putting a lot of automation. And our freedom of choice will be out because we will get the answer. This will be the only answer. And we are, uh, and there is a lot of human rights that we are going to lose because of this, uh, because of this technology, and therefore we need to make sure that it's all be, that all our rights are being uh, are being served. And again, to last comment is that we need to use the AI in a responsible way, in a way that will augment us and not replace us. Otherwise. And everything that we are seeing today, we are on the brink of maybe a World War Three or whatever. This will is nothing compared to the other reality. Uh, so I hope that uh, that someone is listening and the message yeah. will be clear. But I'm not the only yeah. one who is saying it. It's uh, many, many sure. smarter people than me that are saying it. Yeah. So first, Yeri, thank you for your time and coming here. And it's been a very fascinating talk and, and mind-opening for, for me and for others. So thank you. Hey, where could people hear more about your work and contact you and, and see so more we have what a, you're doing? So we have a, a, a channel in YouTube called False Positivity. Um, mm -hmm. This is a, a... And I have a podcast there called Hammer Time. Where you can right. actually see my, uh, my thinking and my uh, my other partners in the channel have very interesting content. I'm on Facebook, right. Twitter, um, YouTube, Telegram, TikTok, everywhere. Such so false right. positive or Yariv Hammer, you will be able to find me. And also, I'm writing in the there is a Hebrew newspaper called Bereshit magazine, which is a new newspaper to, to give the alternative narrative which is not right. paid for by uh, the powers that be, that I'm writing the technology section. Yeah, so so thank you again, Yariv. It's been really fascinating. And I hope we'll meet again because it, it was really sure. interesting for me. And to all of you change makers out there, thank you for joining us. And if you found this episode valuable, insightful, just share it and I'll see you next week, I hope. See ya, bye-bye. Thank you very much. See ya.